Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We return today to Acts chapter 3, looking once again at Peter's address to the crowd that had gathered in the temple due to the healing of the lame beggar. The people that had witnessed this miracle were amazed at what had happened, and so Peter explains to them why this happened and just what it means. Today our focus will be on the final verses of this sermon and this will also bring us to the end of chapter 3. We will begin reading now with verse 17 and continue to the end of the chapter. And Luke writes, Dear brothers, I realize that what you did to Jesus was done in ignorance, and the same can be said for your leaders. But God was fulfilling the prophecies that the Messiah must suffer all these things. Now, change your mind and attitude to God and turn to Him, so He can cleanse away your sins and send you wonderful times of refreshment from the presence of the Lord and send Jesus your Messiah back to you again. For He must remain in heaven until the final recovery of all things from sin as prophesied from ancient times. Moses, for instance, said long ago, The Lord God will raise up a prophet among you who will resemble me. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Anyone who will not listen to him shall be utterly destroyed. Samuel and every prophet since have all spoken about what is going on today. You are the children of those prophets, and you are included in God's promise to your ancestors to bless the entire world through the Jewish race. That is the promise God gave to Abraham. And as soon as God had brought his servant back to life again, he sent him first of all to you men of Israel to bless you by turning you back from your sins.
verse 24, Peter mentions that from the prophet Samuel on, the prophets have spoken of these days. It was the prophet Samuel that had appointed David to be king and spoke of the establishment of his kingdom. Now here to bring us our study is Pastor Henry Harder. The very fact of Jesus demands a verdict from every person. When Jesus lived on this planet, man observed him and rendered a verdict. The verdict brought forward on that Passover Eve was death. Man killed him, crucified him. They murdered the Messiah. Man's verdict was carried out. But God reversed the verdict. God raised up Jesus. He brought him back to life. God emptied the tomb. Now that calls for another verdict. Man now doesn't face a dead Christ, but a living Christ. What will you do with Jesus must again be asked. Here is where Peter's talk under Solomon's colonnade in the temple precincts comes in. His audience is Jewish. Here is what he tells them. Now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Christ would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send the Christ who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. He must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on, as many as have spoken, have foretold these days. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, Through your offspring all peoples on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. He clearly calls for a verdict. Many evidently responded to Peter's invitation to repent, to change their mind about Jesus. Many became his followers, but most did not. Most Jews refused to recognize that Jesus was really the Messiah. There was progressive rejection of the gospel on the part of the Jews, and from chapter 11, 18 on, in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, there was progressive acceptance of the gospel by Gentiles. But back to Peter's message under those porches in the temple area. He reminds his hearers that Jesus must remain in heaven in that dimension of eternity, until the time comes for God to restore everything. Here is a clear reference to the return of Jesus Christ to our dimension at a time when all things will be restored. Just what does that mean? When Jesus' disciples once asked him, they said, we have left everything to follow you, what then will there be for us? Jesus said, at the renewal of all things, 
when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will sit on twelve thrones. Perhaps Peter is here thinking of those words of Jesus. Actually, the restoration of all things is a theme often spoken to in the Scriptures. Paul writes about it in his letter to the Romans in chapter 8. He includes not only the renewal of creation, but also the redemption of our bodies. It is clear from these instructive passages that when Christ returns, and return he must and will, not only will he once and for all defeat his enemies, but he will establish a new world order. Not only will he bring history as we know history to a close, but he will usher in a new world, a utopia, where sin will no longer reign. Now, how could Peter expect the Jews in his audience to accept what he had just said, that Jesus was the Messiah and that he would return? In order to win a hearing, Peter goes to one of the greatest prophets, Moses. He quotes from Deuteronomy 18, For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to what he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Peter clearly infers that that promised prophet has now come in Jesus. Judaism was looking for a prophet to fulfill that passage. Peter says, this Jesus is he. Other religions looked for a fulfillment of Moses' words too. The Samaritan religion held that the soul of Moses returned to God when he died and that he would be reborn and would return. The Samaritan woman, when she spoke to Jesus, seems to allude to this idea. The Qumran community also expected a prophet to arrive who would fulfill Moses' words. So the idea of a person coming to complete those words of Deuteronomy 18 was nothing novel. What was novel was Peter's point that that person had now come. He was none other than Jesus of Nazareth, and he would fulfill Moses' predictions when he returns to our dimension. So Peter's message is clear. Jesus and the Messianic age was foretold in the Hebrew Scriptures. Peter says, by all the prophets from Samuel on. And it is through this Jesus that, as Peter put it, your sins may be wiped out. And it is through him that all the peoples of the earth will be blessed. Reach
What's known as a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.